Bella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. Today, I want to tackle some questions that have come in on the topic of family and especially children. So of late, you might have seen in the media, the kids are on Sunrise, they've been on Triple M, radio a few times. Uh, my boy Ali and his friends Cristiano and Rocco over the holidays, Christmas holidays, were told to get off their devices and spend some time in our roasting facility where they learned all about green beans. They went on to roast the coffee. They went on to build the brand, built the packaging, packaged their coffee and sold their first bag of coffee all within three days of when it all started. Since then, they've sold over 200 kilograms of coffee. They're donating 5% to Starlight Foundation. They've had some great media uh, rollout and um, interviews, and they've been interviewed, obviously, for uh, social media and stuff like that. And some of the stuff that they've learned along the way has been quite powerful, and I've been getting a lot of questions around, you know, why did we do that? Well, the why was it all started with trying to get them off their device to get them to better use their spare time, everything in moderation. Of course, they're on school holidays, so we want them to be able to do stuff on their devices, but not, you know, five, six hours a day, nonstop. So the motivation behind it was to actually get them off what started as a, hey, go and exercise your brain, you know. And with kids, the first point I make is I believe that we've got to entice them to use both the left and the right side of their brain. So the school does a great job in obviously left side of brain, all the analysis, numbers, reading, writing, all that stuff. But we want to encourage the right side of the brain, the creative stuff, the, you know, the extracurricular stuff, the sports, the music, meditation even for kids, being creative thinking about things differently, public speaking, drama classes. These are all the different things uh, that we do. So um, to tackle first question, um, uh, which came in, was how do I teach my children to better use their spare time? Well, it's diary. It's planning. I love pen and paper. Uh, I teach the kids um, to use pen and paper often. I've got a 14-year-old daughter, Annika, and a 12-year-old boy, Ali. Um, so I'm speaking from experience and sharing with the audience of what I do. So we, um, we get them to diarise. We get them to, um, you know, diarise. We start with personal, professional, family. What do they want to do personally for themselves? What do they want to do with family? And what are they going to do for school? So um, that's a great way to start with the um, spare time is to get them to get a pen and paper and a diary. Um, to write down personal, professional and family, three categories. What are a couple of things they want to do each term in terms of themselves? So we, we tell them they have to do one thing per term minimum for themselves. You know, for Annika, she loves dance. So it's um, jazz and hip-hop dancing. Ali loves boxing and a new game called Thunderball. So he does that. Family, what do they do family? With Ali, he loves having breakfast with uh, myself and my wife in the morning. With Annika, she likes doing a debrief in the afternoon and sitting down and talking. Um, She loves shopping. Um, So I take her shopping or my wife takes her shopping. But we put ourselves in their environment. We do something as a family. Uh, We have family dinners. And then, of course, professionally school, they have to, you know, pick on what they're going to do at school and pick a subject every term that they're going to excel in and do better. And for Ali this year, this term, it's um, Spanish. He's just started Spanish and he's really focused on driving results in Spanish. And for my daughter, it's her art and science. Um, Both of them she wants to keep excelling at and pushing herself. So, um, you know, to answer that first question, what do we get them to do with their spare time? Well, there's no such thing as spare time really, but we get them to plan. So pen and paper, diary, three different columns, personally, professional, family, write down things they want to do. And what you'll find is what they write in there, whether it's one thing, two things, three things in each, there won't be a lot of spare time left. And so that'll answer that question of spare time. But again, it's got to be stuff that works on the left and the right side of their brain. That's something that's really important. 
The next question that's come in, um, which is great, is how do we teach appreciation to children? And um, this came in and said, um, obviously, you've done well. Your children have many resources. How do you get them to appreciate it? And um, this is a really, really good question because there's two ways I'm going to answer this. One is you don't know what you don't know. When I started um, in business, I came off the back of my background and environment was my dad earned $450 a week. And so we didn't have the luxury resource of money. I had many other resources. I had great values instilled in me. I had great people around me, um, great moments, all that sort of stuff, uh, which was fantastic and, and invaluable as a resource. But as a money as a resource, we didn't have it. So I was taught to appreciate people. I was taught to appreciate moments. I was taught to appreciate uh, spending time with people, listening to people that were older than me. Um, and these are all lessons that I flowed on to my children. Uh, so from that area, it's, it's communication. How do I teach appreciation to children? Communicate. Um, is a key. Communicate to your children about when you were a child. What were the key lessons you learned? I often hear myself regurgitating what my father taught me. You know, hang around people smarter than you. Um, Listen more than what you talk. If you're going to talk, that's fine. Do more. Always keep your eyes open. Understand that one little error can undo all the great stuff you've done in life. This is a great way to teach appreciation is to tell the stories of what you learned growing up as a child. And the next part, which as I said, I'd answer it in two parts, is the money side. Of course, I appreciate money because I came from a family that had to use their money very sparingly. So the way we've done that with our children to teach appreciation in terms of hardships and what they have is to talk about things as resources, for them to understand uh, that money is 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 not the only resource. Health is actually the number one resource. You know, health is is a resource. The people, friends and family is a resource. Yeah, money is a resource. Time is a resource. So we teach them to appreciate health, to appreciate the people in their lives, to appreciate time. Um, and we teach them to obviously appreciate money, which segues into the third question, how to teach good money habits in children? Well, they don't know what they don't know. Remember this, I said it before. So therefore, we have a rule in our house, 20% of what you get given to spend must come back. So if you get given $10, then you can only spend 8 It's a very simple thing that we've done. That's one part I'll answer the question, is that you don't spend everything you have. So you must always have money in your wallet. You must always have money in your bag, whatever it is. So if I give our children $10, they're only allowed to spend eight. If they're given $100 by a relative for a birthday or whatever, they can only spend $80. It's rule that we put in place to teach good money habits, to teach that you don't spend everything you have, and far worse, don't overspend. The next thing is we use a rule of thumb of, say, $30 per hour for people to quantify, for our kids to quantify what something costs. So if we go out for dinner and the bill is $120, then they say that's four hours work. And that's for them to understand the value of money in terms of a work. So the two tricks and the two tips I'll share with the audience there is step one, using the saving rule that you can only spend 80% of what you have been given or have earned of your own money. If they're doing work at the commune or, or, or around the house, then they can only spend 80%. And the second part is to use a rule of thumb of $30 an hour in terms of labor so that when they're spending $60, they understand that's two hours work. When it's you know 120, it's four hours work. So it starts to quantify what it takes to earn the money. The most important part for us and for anybody that is in a position that has has obviously done well financially is 
you don't want them to think and assume that everything is, you know, take things for granted. The last thing we want is our children taking things for granted and expectations, and this is the dangerous one. So in terms of kids, we make sure that we're, we're, we're constantly communicating with them, we're explaining things to them, they learn so quick, they're watching our actions, not just listening to our words, And but it's really about that communication, storytelling. It, it's all about putting certain tools in place that will help them better understand. So um, I wanted to tackle those three questions there about spare time, appreciation and money habits and I hope I've, um, I've done it justice and shared it but these are some of the things that we do with our children um, but the key is communication um, even when our kids don't want to communicate to us as they grow old and, and obviously go through puberty and go through different emotions you know they're going to want to push us away some great advice I've gotten from, um, from many parents is never let your kids go always keep one hand on them even when they're trying to push us away keep one hand be there as much as we, we want to get angry sometimes and cranky do our best to try and keep our calm because um, we want to be there for them. Um, I'm no expert. I'm a student of life like everybody else. There is no one true fits all when it comes to children. I believe that we do the best that we can with the resources that we have at the time that it's happening. And that's what I'll finish on. Am I or are you doing the best you can with the resources that you have at the time that it's happening? And if it's yes, 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 then you're doing a great job. So until next time, you've been listening to Phil DeBella and this is Flashcast by PDB. 